0: Welcome to the CFB Dynasty Podcast with hosts Matt Knowles, Brian McElfish, and Doug Gravely.
1: Good morning, y'all. What up, what up? Matt Knowles today. Uh, Doug and Brian here. Um, today we're talking DFS. You know, we've had two great weeks in a row on DFS. Um, and we've got the tools to kind of showcase and talk through all of that stuff. And... Uh, a good nine hours for me to wait for the florida tennessee game and uh it's basically a life or death scenario here you know florida wins all is right with the world um and everything tastes better and all that good stuff and if florida (laughs) loses my life is just gonna fall apart plain and simple how are you today doug
0: man i'm good Hi. My stressful day is tomorrow. You know I'm a big Jags fan above everything else. So get out of I'm here. Not, We're
1: not here to talk about NFL. I'm not.
0: I'm not. Forget the Jags. overly concerned about today? Nothing uh, I matters. I hope that I
1: actually make some money in DFS today. <laughs> well, just play my lineups. Uh, it's pretty simple. I've got some great ones. <laughs> we'll share those at the end of the show. But um, anyways uh let's get right to it doug we'll start here with news and notes as we uh are a little bit more fast-paced than the weekly show just to kind of get these things out to y'all um early in the morning set those DraftKings and fan duel lineups and we've got some player props to talk about too um but let's get to the news
0: news and notes around college football Alright y'all, so those of you that do follow us on the good old Discord uh, last night I posted a bunch of uh, updates and nothing's really changed too too much today um, except for the you know, yesterday I officially did announce that um, Tyler Buckner's gonna get the start today against UCF or USF so um, I mean, I know that Punches uh, BMAC in the stomach a little bit here, but um, can't say that I'm
1: necessarily surprised. But uh... I'll I'll add on that one. I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm just sad and disappointed. I think uh, it's one of those things. If you watch the game, if you know, if you've seen Milrow play, you know that that scheme is not tailored to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they put him in a situation to be great. Um, you know, if he goes and played at an offense like, uh, Oregon next year or something like that, oh, it would be different for Milrow. And I think, uh, they would be hard to stop. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know that Buckner adds any strengths that Milrow already didn't have, but anyways, continue on with the news and notes. Yeah. So, um,
0: I going along with that, that Buckner uh, transition, I still in the back of my mind expect them to have some packages set up for Milrow to get in the game. Uh, okay. I can't see them not using his athletic ability. So, But we'll see how that game plays out. I guess it's USF so we'll see how that works. Um, Chandler Rogers for North Texas is going to get the start uh, hmm. over Stone Earl today. So, um, We'll see how that plays out. They could have a new quarterback for the rest of the year, or it could just be, yeah, their offensive line might be bad or whatever. Who knows? Just maybe a system that just doesn't tailor to, to quarterbacks very well. Um, so we've got um, Grant Wells for Virginia Tech is a game-time decision still. So mm. um, I guess he got hurt last week um with the ankle injury was nursing it all week still doesn't feel 100 percent, so we'll see how that goes um and then like i said on the discord we have a bunch of them uh just a bunch of really i mean game time decisions for today uh and then a fun one that i wanted to bring up um because i know this is near and dear to brian's heart too is a couple weeks ago, we talked about Eric Gilbert getting arrested and in, uh, in I Nebraska saw that
1: yesterday. Yeah,
0: now he gets arrested for burglary charges in Georgia. Yep, <laughs> so, Eric Gilbert, man. So he may be somebody that you just you guys just want to drop off your roster because yeah. it looks like he is completely ruining his football career. Yeah, I,
1: so. I think I'm the only one. That's still yeah. got him on the roster, but that's only because I'm not allowed to cut him right. till the off seasons unless, yeah. So uh, it's is, just so unfortunate. And
0: I was going to get your opinion on how you feel about this. I mean, you were an athlete growing up. So was I. I mean, most people being athletes growing up would like give an arm and a leg for these opportunities. Why are these kids <laughs> just throwing them away? It just doesn't make sense to me. It, yeah. it's so frustrating so all right
1: anything else news and notes notable for uh, starts this week or starts this
0: week the only um... man I don't see anything like pressing um... yeah I think um... I think we're mostly good um, the only other big news kind of big news is LJ Martin the freshman running back at BYU. Is getting
1: the start this week. So, Ooh. yeah. So that's, that's, a good one. that's a big one. It's pretty big. Um, yeah. I, he, I wonder what his DraftKings value is. That's definitely one to look at there. Um, all right. So we'll move along then. Uh, let's get into the best plays of the week. Looking at data, we're going to show you guys like, you know, where are the shootouts going to happen in college football today? And then looking at those high probability position groups, uh, let's just move it right along. And then I do have sort of injury update, but that'll be in the sleeper section too. Shootouts of the week. All right. So if you're following along on YouTube, a few of you are, that's great. Here we go. High probability position groups. Um, and how this works is basically you've got the team here. You see like Alabama against their opponent, South Florida. They are, uh, away. You can see in the third column there and the, the implied final score, um, based on the spread and the over under would be Bama 46, South Florida 14. Um, and then you can see the last year stats. See, I think next week we'll start moving to the year to date stats. Um, as we have three data points for every team at least there. And then we've got defense versus the pass there. Last year, South Florida was 124th, uh, which means a passing attack for Bama should be wide open. And then you see the defense versus the rush, 129th. So Bama should be able to run all over them too. Um, And that's just how this works out. This tool is built to showcase the, the beatdowns, and then you can see versus the pass, versus the rush um, data. So as you can see, you know, where each team has the best opportunity. So if you're looking for a position group, how this is helpful if you're filling out a, a lineup here, um, you're looking for maybe a big passing attack advantage to find a cheap player. And all those cheap players in DraftKings and FanDuel, we'll be talking about them here in the next segment um in just a couple minutes. But anyways, that's what this tool is for. Um, and then you scroll below that and we've got our shootouts of the week, as the, the drops suggested there. Um, so you're looking at um close games. Um, it's important for fantasy because you think of you know like Bonics in a shootout you know he might be done midway through the third quarter he might have got you the projected allotted amount of points in fantasy and all that stuff in that span but if you're looking for players that are going to play the full game and games that are going to be high scoring here's your shootouts this week so we've got tcu against houston it's a short touchdown spread there with a, a 36-28 uh, final score projected in favor of TCU. Um, Louisiana Tech against North Texas should be about a 34-30 to type of finish, um, so a lot of points scored there. Toledo, San Jose State, Tennessee, Florida – The Tulane Green Wave against Southern Miss Um, It's a little less of a shootout. This most weeks probably would not make the list, but it's got Tulane 32 and a half to 20. Um, So we included that one in there. UAB, the Friday Trent Dilfers against the (laughs) Ragin' Cajuns, 31 to 29 implied final score there. Uh, Syracuse and Purdue – 30-28, 30-28, to 28, another big uh, shootout there at Vanderbilt, UNLV. You know, Matt's big on Vanderbilt players this week as one of the, the last weeks you can probably play those players. So use those starts while you can if you need to, if, uh, if that makes you feel better. And then the last one, Liberty against Buffalo, 30-26 to 26 implied final score there based on those uh, Vegas metrics. Um, so those are two tools where you're looking for, uh, players that are cheap, that can help you out in a pinch way more higher probability, um, for getting points out of a cheap player. That's going to get maybe 20 snaps versus one that'll get, you know, 20 snaps in a lower scoring game. So you're always playing the math, putting the math in your favor and, uh, that's how you win more often than you lose hopefully and that's the the play this week um all right let's get into our sleepers i'm excited to talk about that then get into our stack of the week um and then we'll close it up with the host picks so it's not necessarily the host battle we do that during our show where we pick a lineup blind to each other and then unveil it on the show. We'll talk about those lineups in a couple of our other favorite lineups this week that we'll be playing a lot. And then we'll end it with uh stardom em, sit em. So let's move along to our sleepers of the week. DFS sleepers. All right, Doug. So, um, you might have some extras or comments on any of these. Welcome, obviously, to chime in whenever. I'll start with Riley Leonard um, for Duke. Uh, he's at 6,700. You know, your your cheaper, uh, air quote, cheaper quarterbacks um, are more expensive than our other positions just because that's the value of, of quarterbacks. And you've got to nail them. So we're not looking for players necessarily that are going to um, – we won't list any expensive players. These wouldn't be our quote, you know, starts of the week or whatever, but these are, if you're looking to be cheaper here, which I always do, I'm always starting off with a quarterback Mm -hmm. that I think has value in the first one. And then throughout, while I'm setting the lineup as I get to the super flex to see how much money I can have left, I want known commodities. I don't want to have a guy on my team that ends with five points that's uh that's just going to kill your chances. So I'd say if your targets like 200 points for a, a DFS lineup in in DraftKings or FanDuel, it really starts with quarterback. So I've got Riley Leonard at 6700, Donovan Smith at 8000. Um that was that's in one of our shootouts of the week against Chandler Morris. Also in that game priced at 7200. I'm pretty sure I have And I'll talk about it. I'll pull this up on my DraftKings and show it, but I think I've got both of them. um, They're playing against each other in a shootout of the week. I've got both of them in a lineup with uh, one that I'm super invested in, or will be at least, before the kickoff happens here. And Then Mikey Keene, I think, is undervalued. He is playing against Arizona State, but um, Arizona State's in a total rebuild, and I think I think there's plenty of points there for for Mikey Keen at a budget friendly, sixty eight hundred. Who do you like there the best or least there, Doug? Um, man,
0: I I like Donovan Smith a lot. I think it's going to be a shootout there. But um, I said it in our podcast on Tuesday, man. My my brisket lock is uh is Leonard. So yep, I'm going to roll
1: with Leonard yep. in that group. Love it. Let's move along to running backs. Keep it fast paced. Um, Juar Jordan. I I couldn't believe he was still 5,500. I know he's had uh, now a low amount of uh, carries, but he's a feature of the offense here. Um, That's an easy pick for me. I think all of us, when we picked our blind lineups, I think all of us had him Uh in the lineup, which uh, means it should be uh, an easy selection for most people, I think at least the people that follow the show and follow fantasy football and um, have at least caught a glimpse of what he is to the to the Louisville offense because he's going to get some catches as well. Um, another one that I think – you remember when Israel Abanakanda came onto the scene last year? He burst onto, he the, scene. onto the scene. He came onto <laughs> right. the scene. Right. And that was after Rodney Hammond got hurt. Mm-hmm. And so here's Hammond back healthy. They've had a couple of easier – um, or a, a games where they didn't need to run him 20-plus times. Right. Well, hey, this might be the game. It's a rivalry game against hated West Virginia. Pitt loves to run the ball. Um, is this a breakout for Hammond? If it is, he is such a steal at 5,700. I love him as a sleeper this week. Um, another one that I have with your boy, Rocket Sanders, kind of uh sideline for yet another week. AJ Green is just 5,500. You're getting the starting running back for Arkansas. Um, and I like that. I mean, they, they did run, uh, uh, Dubonian or whatever. I, I forget how to pronounce his name. I apologize. And, uh, and another running back. But AJ Green, uh, is the starter. He's going to get the bulk of the carries and, uh, Love that start as a potential sleeper there. Another one that I have, Trevor Etienne. Um, You see me if you're on YouTube wearing my blue Gators polo here. So disregard this if you want to, but uh, certainly maybe a little bit of uh, orange and blue glasses. But I still think he's really cheap. I think he should get, uh, you know, 15 touches or so tonight. And that's really what you want to play. Is touches, and we'll talk about that with a couple of y'all's questions in the Discord for start sip. Got Michael Wiley at 6,000, Cam Scatabo, Arizona State, 5,800. Who here do you like or dislike?
0: So, of course, I like uh, Jawar Jordan. Um, And I'm going to add one. We just talked about him a couple minutes ago. You said you were curious to know how much he is on DFS. Martin, for BYU, getting the start is 4500 bucks.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. They
0: are playing Arkansas. But I can see with those two teams, the style of play being very old-school, smash-mouth kind of football. Um, and we mentioned Arkansas, and I, and I failed to mention this earlier, but expect K.J. Jefferson to kind of be a feature at a quarterback position too. Cause totally. Not afraid to run the ball either. Totally. So and, uh, him and AJ Green show for sure.
1: Yeah. AJ Green was actually talking about that, talking about how much more smoothly the Arkansas offense is when he runs it more. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that either. We'll move along to receivers. Now, if you know DraftKings or whatever, they, they, they put tight ends in with receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a couple of tight ends here that I love. Seven. Bowers is still $4,700. <laughs> Can you believe this? Um, Oh, man. One catch last week. He was super disappointing for all of us who started him in the open league. I talked about that, how that really crushed me. He was my first-round pick. Um, but they were playing against a trash opponent, and it was a beatdown. So South Carolina, Georgia's expected to score a lot. I ex- I anticipate a bounce-back week. Bowers will definitely be the feature of the offense this week. 4,700 is a steal. He will be in every one of my lineups that he's available no doubt um i've got luther burden at 5900 now if you know they played kansas state last year uh burden you know had like one catch it it was a maybe two catches but it was a really pedestrian performance he's the feature of missouri and rightfully so future nfl wide receiver at 5900 with his size speed um Give me some burden for 5,900 all day. Jamari Thrash only at 5300. That's crazy to me. Barion Brown yet again is at 5,500. Hopefully he'll get more and more catches, but he he caught a touchdown last week. I think he had six or seven catches. Um, and then we've got uh, hopefully uh, someone that is definitely a sleeper. He's got all the speed in the world going up against a young Florida secondary. Um, we white. Now there's been some inconsistency early on, and it's mostly because of the quarterback play. You know, they don't have Hennon Hooker who was uh, much more accurate and they move the ball through the air. Can you believe, I don't think most people know Tennessee is the fourth ranked rushing offense in the country. They are. Well, and between,
0: those two guys, man, they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got three. small and uh, right, All right, and then oh yeah, and three. Yeah, so oh,
1: they they're. Uh, it's going to be a classic Tennessee Florida matchup where I think the the winner um, is going to be who runs the ball more and who runs the ball better. I guess um, that was like a historical stat with that game in the last couple. Or a few decades, actually. So um, it's it's interesting. Most people who haven't seen Tennessee think, oh, they're going to throw it around. They saw Florida look sloppy and and whatnot against Utah. So Squirrel White, while he is a sleeper, um, he's more risky than Barry and Brown, Jamari Thrash, Luther Bird, and Brock Bowers, who we talked about earlier. Um, and then we've got Aronde Gadsden, the second, is priced at thirty eight hundred. He's the feature of the offense at Syracuse with a status uncertain. So if you get clarity on him before kickoff, man, what a start that is at 3,800. We've also got Dayton Wade at the same price there, a low cost option. I've got him in one of my lineups um, for sure. He had seven catches last week. So if you can get a guy that's getting that many targets um, and, and catches for that kind of a price, also in a good matchup for Ole Miss. I like that. And then Jacob cowing at 6,700, um, certainly not the traditional sleeper, um, because he's been a staple of college fantasy football for years now. Um, hasn't been the feature yet, probably will happen very soon. Might as well be this week, but those are our sleepers of the week. And, uh, I've got these guys kind of sprinkled throughout my lineups and, um, I'll talk about a few of them uh, here in a moment. But let's get to the stack of the week here. Let me hit with a quick update real fast. So uh, 28 minutes ago, Trey Harris
0: for Ole Miss is out tonight.
1: Oh, that makes Dayton Wade even better. And
0: Quinshawn Judkins is doubtful. Wow. So uh, adjust your lineups, people.
1: Yeah, and if it's a standard CFF, I'm I'm a little more leery about starting Jackson Dart with that information. Um, you could take it as a positive and think, oh, well, Dart's just going to get the feature. Um, we'll see how he does without his top receiver. Oh, and Ole back. Miss has been beat up, and uh, that that stinks. But um, that's good. good Sorry, interrupted. We'll get to the stack <laughs> no. now. No, right, that's,
0: that's I just. Wanted to let people know because those are two huge fantasy guys. That's a
1: massive, massive one. We'll have to post that up on the Discord here whenever you get the shot. Let's move along to the stack of the week.
0: Stack of the
1: week. My stack of the week, and if you don't know what a stack is, well, that's just basically a quarterback-wide receiver combo. Super fun to have in fantasy because you get uh, more points on just one deep bomb touchdown. And I'm looking at Donovan Smith to Matthew Golden, $8,000 for Donovan Smith, 6,700 for Matthew Golden. Um, hey, a couple touchdowns uh, would, would ter- certainly uh, be a big deal on your DFS or standard fantasy lineup for that matter. Um, that's my stack of the week. Do you have one, Doug, or you do definitely you have comment just on that stole one? mine, buddy? That's cool. That's cool. That was my stack of the week for sure.
0: <laughs> um, the other one that I find intriguing, and it's a little more expensive, but I have it because I saved money in other places, like by getting guys like uh, Eugene Wilson from Florida, um, who I think is going to start getting featured more and more. Um, I but. I really like DJU. I mean, I know he's 9,000, but <laughs> I like DJU and Bolden from Oregon State at 6,000. I like All that right. as a stack. Um,
1: we'll watch that one this week.
0: They're playing San Diego State, so see yeah. what happens there. But they're a little more expensive. Like I said, I saved money in other areas, so I could kind of go bigger at
1: quarterback once to see if it can get me out of this rut, bro. Got to right. get out of this rut. <laughs> All right, two two more segments left. Let's go over our favorite lineups this DFS week. DFS host battle. All right, so um, we've got our host battle. This is what we go over in the normal weekly show. Um, this is up and live on the site. So. All Always our DFS posts are, boom, DFS. Yeah, Matt doesn't still doesn't know how to do a screenshot. <laughs> you know, elderly Matt. I'll, I'll show him this next time he's elderly over. Matt. But he's not eligible to come over for the Florida game tonight, uh, if I even choose to have people over, since he's a NC State guy. So can't have any other chatter. Um, everybody have to be excited or depressed with me. Um, so um my lineup in the host battle and like i said yeah we all have uh jordan oh except i do not doug didn't have him okay that's cool um but i've got riley leonard at 6700 um which again when i'm setting my lineup that's what i'm doing looking for a value someone who's gonna put up points uh northwestern's defense hasn't looked as good as normal and Riley Leonard's a dual threat guy. Hopefully he'll get a touchdown on the ground as well as a couple through the air. Um, for 6,700, that is a good steal. I like Joar Jordan at 5,500. I've got Nick Singleton. Um, Illinois, everybody knows they were a top defense last year. They lost a ton uh, to graduation and haven't looked great this year. Um, so for a player like Singleton, it takes one. It takes one gap and then he is gone. So I like Singleton a lot at 6,300. Um, and I've some of the sleepers we talked about. I've got three of them here um, Bowers at 4,700, Burden at 5,900, Thrash at 5,300. Those guys are like bona fide, definitely going to get targets at those prices. Those are crazy values. And then Braylon Allen. Um, so basically I'm setting the lineup, finding guys that are going to get a bunch of touches and saving room for the last two going, um, as pricey as I can on the flex and super flex. So I've got Braylon Allen there at 7,500 for Wisconsin against Georgia Southern, um, Georgia Southern known for their passing attack. They're going to throw it around. Wisconsin will have the ball more likely, um, there in terms of their uh, time of possession. So I like Braylon Allen a ton there at 7,500 and then Drew Aller against Illinois, same feedback for Singleton Allers looked incredible so far this year. Um, Very poised, um, even though hasn't had the best protection so far, but he just moves along, finds his reads, but he's also great on the ground as well. 7,900 in my super flex there. Um, Doug, do you want to go over your your lineups there? Do you have any others that you like? Yeah, I'll go over this one real quick, um, and I'll express a concern that I have now
0: as the week has progressed. So, there's potentially some bad weather uh, for that Boston College and Florida State game. Mm. Uh, big old storm up there. But they're saying it's supposed to be a little bit better today than they thought. Could still have 30, 40-mile-an-hour winds, though. So, that makes throwing the ball through the air pretty difficult. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to roll with it. It is what it is because um, Travis is also a force when he decides to use his legs too. So um, I went with Edwards, kind of a sleeper this year for me in general because we don't know what he's going to bring to the table yet. Um, but I figured, you know, the coach said he's definitely going to play. And at five grand, cool. somebody that's definitely going to play is <laughs> yep. is worthy for me. I've got to get um, that
1: running game going too at yep. Georgia. Yeah. Uh,
0: Martinez. And then I went with Bowers as well, Keon Coleman, Thrash, then Cooper out of Indiana, especially with the injury concerns to Camper. Um, they he, Cooper did a great job last week. And then I went with this teammate who looks like a monster. Um, yeah. So I was <laughs> like, I'm rolling with it because yeah. all it takes is two big runs from him and he gives me great value, so...
1: All right, y'all. Well, here's my favorite one for the late games. Uh, so this is the 10 o'clock, the late night version. Um, and honestly, like there's not a ton of games. I think there's four games in this group, four. so there's not a lot to pick from. Um, I was really hoping and trying to make room for Shadur Sanders because I think mm-hmm. if I think everyone's going to be playing Colorado players in that lineup. There's going to be a ton of Colorado <laughs> fans in there gambling the late night ones but I also think he's going to have a ton of success. So I think if you don't have him in your lineup and he does really well, like he has been, I think you're just guaranteed to lose. So um, what I could have done is put him as my start, as my top quarterback instead of super flex, but it's just not how I set lineups. So I have Mikey Keene in there, one of our sleepers uh, at 6,800. I love Scadabo for Arizona state this week. He's averaging 18 fantasy points a game. Fresno State's terrible against the run. He's only at 5,800. And I've got Michael Wiley running back uh, at 6,000. He's averaging 17 fantasy points a game for Arizona. They're playing at home against UTEP. And then um, the other side of Scadabo, and we've got a stack here, Mikey Keene to Eric Brooks, who's been one of the top fantasy receivers all year long. He's only at 6,300, um, averaging 32 fantasy points a game. Arizona State hasn't been great against the past yet. So, um, you know, potentially a really good game for him. Um, and then Jacob Cowing at 6,700. I've got Tory Horton um, at 5,100. I can't believe that one um, going up against Colorado. Um, it is possible, though. You'll see him matched up against Travis Hunter. Um, But hopefully they'll be moving Horton around, trying to find ways to get him the ball and get him into the right matchups. Now, here we go in the flex. I've got a former four-star running back, super fast. Watched him in the All-American game uh, coming out of high school. He's averaging 1.7 fantasy points a game. I've got Rayshon Luke as a total shot in the dark, may not even stat – but, again, $3,600. I'm just trying to get Shadur in my lineup there because they're so limited. Um, he's got a couple carries or whatever. So, yeah, then in Superflex, I've got Shadur Sanders at 9300 And then do you have any other lineups that you wanted to go over? I've got one more. Go ahead. Um, so I've got the the night games. So this is not the super late games. This is the like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock games. Um, so there's a little bit more teams available. And this is the one where I've got Chandler Morris at 7,200. And then at my super flex, I've got Donovan Smith. But I love everything in between. So it's not like uh, I had to sacrifice like I did with the last lineup in my Flex position with Sean Luke. I've got Trevor Etienne at 5,900. Man, he's going to bust out one of these games. Selfishly, I'm hoping it will be tonight. And uh, 5,900, still a really good value for someone who's going to get 15 touches. Um, But that's going to be the game for Florida-Tennessee, is which team is able to run the ball. Um, Tennessee's D-line's been really good. Florida's D-line's been much much improved and really you saw them hold utah utah only had success running the ball with their quarterback on a couple plays otherwise the running backs who were like really good you know i think in average less than three yards per carry so which team can run the ball that's going to be a big deal utah needs uh a Rising back in that offense, for sure. Yep. I talked about him earlier in the show. Rodney Hammond, all the reasons why I like him as a super great value at 5,700. He's ready to bust out. Barry and Brown at 5,500. Matthew Golden, 6,700. And then especially with the news Doug just gave um, about Trey being out this week. Dayton Wade having seven catches last week. Uh, Now Trey is out. 3,800. I love that. And then I've got Ray Davis for Kentucky. Uh, They're hosting Akron this week. I've got him at 6,800. And I love that lineup. And right after the show, I'm just going to, I'll put these in like, I love to do the double ups because I think, and the double ups with uh, the increased number of people to me is uh, more dumb people in there. So I like to go as much as I can in those double ups. Finding the biggest pools, and I'll do a bunch of those. And then, just in case you hit that perfect lineup, you want to be in one of those big pools where you can kind of uh, get uh, a bunch of money if you get lucky. There's a lot that comes when you get in those those big ones. But if you put all your all of your money in the big ones, like that's no way to kind of play DraftKings to me. Like I, I've done it, had great lineups that you're just unlucky get one player that gets hurt in the first quarter mm-hmm. and then your whole lineup is screwed. Um, that's kind of how it works. But I, I kind of invest, um, you know, probably 70% in double ups. And I think that's where your best value is, best uh, probability is. And then... I'm trying two of those today for the first time. So let's see how it works out. Good, yeah. There's A lot of people miss them. They're the little tabs across the top, little filters like your mm-hmm. shopping website or whatever um but yeah that is that and then um we're a little behind our pace let's go ahead and flip into the stardom stardom or sit alright
0: you all right y'all so we'll go through this pretty quick basically how this section is going to work is I'm going to ask the questions like I'm asking them to a professional over here by the name of B-Mac, BMAC and see how this works out. So we got Jay Morris. I'm assuming that's how you say it. More ace, maybe. I don't know. Morris, um, yeah, from the Discord. From the Discord. We got Finn or Milro this week. I think this one's pretty easy to answer at this point.
1: Yeah, well, this question was asked on nine fourteen. The news yep. came out yesterday that uh, Milrow is not getting... The, the quarterback one reps uh, right now. So, yeah, Finn this week. I've got Finn in my uh, lineups where I've got him. And uh, I think he's got a – let's see him have a big game. This week, uh, Easy start there now. Yeah, obviously. just for a little
0: knock on that one. He also threw in the comment, have to make sure I beat Carissa. For those of you that <laughs> don't know. I texted um, her that this
1: morning because I don't <laughs> think she saw it in the
0: Discord. But So there's just a bunch of fun trash talk between the guys and Chris's <laughs> This has been fun. Um, big plan. Zero-zero. Ask Jordan Waters for Duke or Rodney Hammond for Pitt.
1: This is a really good one. Both of those are good starts. Um, but you know how I like... Uh, the potential of Rodney Hammond. It is a rivalry game. If you're going with the easier opponent, um, you know, Duke waters is the safer play. It really just depends on who you're matched up against. And we would need a little more context about the matchup, but I love the ceiling much higher for Rodney Hammond. um, As far as potential to kind of break out against West Virginia, who is favored by two and a half to win this game. Um, But I think you'll see Rodney Hammond get, more touches than waters um waters will have an easier go uh certainly this week though
0: big plans slightly into hammond yeah big plans also asks lincoln victor from washington state or brew mccoy or ricky pearsall or xavier townsend for ucf
1: yeah pearsall has been really good he's the i think he's been averaging like 24 to 28 fantasy points a game he's the clear Number one target for the Gators, Brew McCoy, not the clear number one target at Tennessee, and there's been accuracy issues there. Xavier Townsend, um, they spread the ball around a ton at UCF. Um, I think uh, easily Lincoln Victor here. Um, love that start for Washington State.
0: And then you got system with the U M. Love the name by the way. Every time I see him in Discord, I'm like, man, I like that. I'm digging that name. But uh, needs two. Ray Davis, Malusi. And, McCle- and McClellan. Which two would you pick of those? I could tell you my two just right off of
1: a whim. I'm going to go McClellan at Alabama and Ray Davis at Kentucky for We're me. in agreement. We can move on. We're in total agreement. The, the, Malusi's not the starter, um, and so give me the two starters. Yeah, I I'm just using McClellan- on a whim too
0: because Alabama, I think Buckner's going to be more of a game manager type style quarterback, and they're going to try to get back to that running game.
1: I think he's just a worse version of Milro,
0: but whatever. Um, and then we go got long. looking for two flexes, Buckley,
1: Scadabo, Etienne, Isaiah Bond, or Squirrel White. Now, Bond and White are both great talents, super fast, and uh, elite athletes. But I want to see it uh, before I start them. I think Scatabo and Etienne both will get... Uh, the right amount of touches and i think those are the safer plays definitely scadabo buckley etn is debatable you could totally um do a coin toss or a a more fun 50 50 game yep on that one but i'd i'd probably go scadabo etn and yes again i'm in a gator's shirt right now so (laughs) and then nick is i
0: nick is song i don't know something (laughs) I don't know. Crazy long, crazy name that starts with Nick. Um, <laughs> choose two. You got Pacer, Jarquez Hunter, Darius Taylor, Treshawn Ward,
1: or D- Dane Key. Choose two. I feel like I'm at Panera Bread. Uh, let's go with, um, I think the <laughs> first two, I think he's got them listed in the order that I would um, pick. I, I like Pacer and Jarquez
0: Hunter. I agree. 100%. Guys, that's, we got one more that popped up during the show. Um, And I'll ask BMAC this question real fast here. So, I believe it went. Okay, would you start quarterback Donovan Smith or Tennessee's
1: Trey Milton? That's from Card Lot King. Donovan Smith, 1,000%. I think that's going to be one where. It's going to be a shootout. It's one of our top shootouts of the week. And uh, love Donovan Smith. I think Milton could definitely have a really good game in the swamp. I do think Florida is going to probably stack the box to stuff the run um, if they have to, which they might have to, which is going to create some one-on-ones. Will Milton hit those shots? You've seen it. I saw some funny highlights of Milton where he's just overthrowing people with his strong arm. I heard other people, I think it was the Greg McElroy show where talking about how, um, Milton just only has a fastball, which makes it difficult for receivers. And then in an environment where it's going to be so loud, that place is going to be like Florida's in a backs against the wall, wounded animal mode. (laughs) They have to win this game. It's going to be super intense. And with all of that going on, Milton's first road start in this kind of environment, I am um, not gonna bet on him over a Donovan McMillan. That start is Mc- is uh, uh, sorry, not Donovan McMillan, Donovan Smith, all the way.
0: Yep. And then I
1: got I got
0: about two minutes left, so I am gonna throw these two last questions that just popped up. Um, would you start this is from William T? Would you start Quinn Ewers against Wyoming or Chandler Morris against Houston?
1: um Morris I think um I mean I love yours I think he's he's great like I thought last week was a a make or break game kind of for him where it's like will he fold against Alabama on the road or will he showcase his Mm -hmm. you know NFL potential and um while some of those like super deep bombs that he threw for touchdowns would have been nicer thrown to the corners, uh, given the receiver more room to run instead of them having to kind of run under it. Um, I like, um, I like him. I think he's a safe start this week. Um, I also think Texas is going to get the run game going. Um, uh, who was the other, Oh, it was Chandler Morris. Chandler Morris. Yeah. Chandler Morris. I think mean, it's going to be a shootout. TCU is favored, uh, by like a touchdown. And, uh, they'll probably have around five touchdowns this week so give me more uh this week
0: and then bk 2010 asked a question to me but i'll have you chime in on this one too b with trey harris being out for old miss should i start jordan watkins i'm gonna say absolutely yeah it's gonna be him and wade and i think those two are gonna show why they deserve catches every week
1: guaranteed uh in the future it'd be nice to know like context who you're you know putting him against but absolutely he becomes a great great start this week
0: so that's what we got
1: for the questions for sardom and
0: sit them, bro so
1: all right well hey we appreciate it i might go ahead and uh put in a few more dfs lineups if i pick anyone different i will publish them in the discord let's win some money this week um appreciate the time with everyone for uh for doug And Brian, we'll see you guys. Have a great, great Saturday. See y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to the CFB Dynasty Podcast. Help us out by subscribing
1: on YouTube and reviewing us on your podcast network.